Everybody, and welcome back to episode 13 of Empty Betters. I'm your host, Harrison Scholes, and I'm going to toss it over here to my co-host to my left, Nick Manila. What's going on, you turkey? How was Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh, it was good. How was yours? I ended up passing out on the couch like five different times. Nice, nice. Uh, it was good. Uh, you know, always a challenge to be around family around the holidays. I love my family to death, but... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, got to add a little liquid courage in there to get through it for sure. I went full on DGen mode. Yeah. Uh, on oh, Thursday, you have to big time. Yeah. So, and rather than listening to my cousin talk to my other cousin about how little food she can eat because of her new vegan diet, uh, I decided I'd rather kill myself than listen yeah, to that. I decided to throw a little cash on the bills at plus two twenty five. Same and here. Cashed out on that. Yeah. So watched it with my uncle. Was talking about you know the sports betting and stuff. Removed myself from the kitchen table and the fucking caprice that they were eating with feta cheese. I'm like, get the oh, turkey out. Goodness. None of this yeah. tomato. Give me balsamic. some meat. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it was. Uh, that always seems to happen when you have. My, I don't know. My family's just very opposite on the spectrum, oh, if okay. you will. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that. That makes it fun. Um, I actually on Friday night into Saturday morning went out with my girlfriend and her siblings and. For some fucking reason, at like two in the morning, after all the bars closed, we were at uh, Rockwell and Fells Point. My favorite bar in Fells. I oh, love yeah. that place. It's a good place. Yeah. Um, decided to get a horseshoe. Yeah. Oh, oh, you have to. It Why was not? like two fifteen in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like went went to the casino right after that. Sure, uh, it seemed like a great idea at the time. Yeah. To be honest, I was so hungry I couldn't even gamble. I yeah. d- I didn't do any gambling. I just went straight. They have this like big ass like Chinese place, completely overpriced. Don't go there. And um, I. Next morning, I was burping and I could taste the sesame chicken in my mouth. I was like, "This is disgusting," <laughs> but uh, didn't even I bet, get to like, gamble. In the moment, though, it was probably the best sesame chicken you've ever had. Unbelievable! Yeah. You would have thought that like fucking emerald would have gone up with that. So nice. Um, I, I pretty much spent the whole weekend uh, back at my parents' place. It was nice just to be home for you know like four or five days. I went with them to see that Ford versus Ferrari movie mm-hmm. uh, with um, Bale and Damon. Two of my favorite actors, for sure. And uh, I'm not a big movies guy. Like, I don't really like going to I'm not either. the movie theaters. It always makes me fall asleep. Like, the second I leave the theater, I'm like, all right, I got to go to bed. It could yeah. be, like, in the middle of the day. Just not my thing. But for a movie like that, uh, my family's, like, really big into cars and stuff. So we definitely wanted to go see that together. And I thought it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I would definitely put it in, like, the best three car movies I've ever seen. Out of five stars, what do you give it? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. It's not a rookie score. No, not at all. <laughs> also witnessed, I know we're a hockey podcast. I'm rooting for the greatest team in football and the greatest athlete that has ever been put before us, Lamar Jackson. That was an insane game. What a fucking game. Uh, Ravens are first in the AFC. Yep. I mean, this is, I don't want to, I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to say it because someone will, someone will say, don't. Harrison, you fucking jinxed it. Yeah. Here I am telling you, I didn't jinx it. I didn't say it. So fuck off. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, what a game. That was uh, a big time game for them. Also won money on the Saints too. I think you did too. Same, yeah. Saints minus seven. I did um one by eight. I did Saints money line and I did the under, which I normally don't do. Two things I don't do. Bet on football and bet the under. Yeah. And it worked. So clearly I know nothing. No, I mean I got a minus seven and they won by eight. I think Atlanta recovered two onside kicks. That was, was insane. Swe- I was sweating. Yeah. My brother was like watching me like pull my hair out at the TV because the under was coming so close to not hitting. Yeah. I was, yeah. Anyways, uh, that was pretty much all I did all weekend. So, so enough pre- of that. Pretty standard weekend for us, you know. Just yeah, pass out, bitch about your family, watch sports, and eat a lot, gamble, and drink. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but enough of the weekend shenanigans. Let's get into the league news since we last all talked. Nick, I'll let you tee off. So we covered Babcock being fired by the Leafs last week, but. After sort of, you know, he got fired and everyone kind of made their peace with it, there was some news leaked that uh, when Mitch Marner was a rookie, he had asked him, well, not asked, he told him to make a list of his teammates, ranking them from the hardest working to the least hardest working, and then showed the list to his teammates. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, so definitely like, you know... That's like when you like ask like a new pledge, like, "Hey, name the biggest pussies in your pledge class." It's exactly. like you're gonna lose no matter what. Exactly. There is no like win-win situation there. I know a lot of people were like, "Well, why didn't he?" What's he gonna say? Patty Marlowe is the least hard-working guy on the team, and it, then yeah, or like people were saying, "Why didn't he like stand up for himself and you know say no to that?" I was like, "Well, he's trying to make a name for himself in the NHL. You're not gonna go and you know piss off the guy that decides whether you play or not." Not only was he a rookie at the time, but he looked like an actual preschooler. So. So, yeah, yeah, I don't really exactly. blame him. <laughs> he so, still kind of That's does. just not, you know, I'm all for, you know, sports teams or, you know, groups, you know, having like their little inside circle to like bring people closer together. But that's just counterproductive. That doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Well, you know, it's ba- it, it's literally hazing. Yeah, yeah that's how I exactly. See it, so. uh, no shock that he's out of the out of the um, from behind the bench now. Yeah. But uh, another behind the bench incident. Do you want to touch on this, too? Yeah, so the ugly incident uh, that we've sort of seen uh, unfold over the last week has been the Bill Peters incident. Bill Peters was the coach of the Calgary Flames. He resigned on Friday, and this was all in the wake of a former player of his coming out and saying that he used racial epithets and slurs uh, towards this player while he was coaching him in the A. So he will never coach in the NHL again. What does epithets mean? It's like a racial slur. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah. uh, I've never heard that word, uh, ironically enough. Okay. Um, I got a couple thoughts on this, and I'm not going to get into details. You guys can read the articles if you want to know exact quotes. Uh, I think we talked last week, and I said that Bill Peters might have been on the hot seat just strictly based on how yes. the team was playing. And then this all came out, and I texted you mm-hmm. on like Friday, and I was like, this is not – this isn't looking this good. This is not the kind of hot seat I think that either of us saw him being on. No, I think this just kind of put the flame to the fire. And this is good pun. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the flames, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I think he was going to lose his job regardless, but this was definitely just, you know, to it, it just put it over the edge. Yeah. And, uh, that's a big no go. So here's what I'm going to ask you How does Calgary respond to this? I think they should look at this honestly, the same way that Toronto did. Yeah, our coach is gone. Get in someone, you know, just to get behind the bench, get the guys to 
look in the mirror and say, how can we be better and go from there? And I wouldn't be surprised if you see them go on a little bit of a run going forward. Yeah, I mean, do you think this is an instance where you just kind of ride them on the money line the next couple days? Like I would take the... a look to see how their next couple games unfold. And if they look significantly better, I think you can start to ride them a little bit. Yeah, they uh, promoted Geoff Ward uh, in tune of Bill Peters' departure. So okay. That's just is that like their associate coach or something that they just bumped up? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's that for Calgary. Uh, I'm going to let you talk about the next topic because I think this is something that you're a little more familiar with than I am. Yeah, so for those of you that saw our Instagram post or even didn't see our Instagram post, the Hershey Bears kicked off the Christmas slash holiday season with their annual teddy bear toss the other night. Uh, so for those of you that aren't familiar with a teddy bear toss, it's you know fans for the home team when the home team scores their first goal of the game. They throw stuffed animals, teddy bears, what have you, onto the ice, and all those stuffed animals are collected and donated to children's hospitals and various kids' charities uh, around the area. A ton of minor league teams do this. I think the big two would be Hershey in the Mm -hmm. AHL and then the Calgary Hitmen in the Western Hockey League do a huge one every year. Um, But the Bears killed it. Um, you know, they're the Caps affiliate, so I do see a decent amount of media from them. And they destroyed their previous world record and collected over 45,000 stuffed animals for charity. So that Instagram video that we reposted was awesome. I love the slow-mo yeah. clip. It looks so cool. That just looks like a lot of fun to it be does. at. I mean, yeah. it's an AHL game, but, you know, that's what you got to do with minor league teams is you got to do the promotions, whether it's dollar beers or throwing teddy exactly. bears. You got to do something. So I enjoyed that. Uh, I thought it was creative. I had never seen or heard of that before, so that was news to me. Uh, but it's regarding the cap, so I'm obviously not really going to be. <laughs> it's super cool. Happy I mean, I'm it. sure you'll see videos everywhere of other teams doing it over the next couple of days. But that kind of went viral, and yeah. not to toot our own horn, but we kind of posted that first. We were out there in front of it pretty early. Yeah, yeah. so we're breaking news now. Yeah. Um, Do you want to touch on the two Finnish bastards that aren't coming back? Yeah, so this really didn't work out for Jesse Puglia-Yarvi and Julius Honka. Both failed to sign a contract by December 1st, and they're now ineligible to play in the NHL this season. Uh, We touched on this a little bit, I think, when we were doing our season previews uh, for these guys. As of right now, they they are both playing in the Finnish Elite League. And they were basically holding out. Honka has been asking for a trade for, mm-hmm. you know, basically since Dallas was in the playoffs. And Puljajarvi says that he deserved more time on the power play and in more of a top six role. So both of these guys are first round picks. Puljajarvi was fourth and Honka was 14th. And it's really not panning out. I know the only reason Dallas hasn't moved him is because they haven't been able to, like, get enough in return for him. Right. But I think for these guys, this was not the way they wanted this sort of situation to go. No, and if anything, I think this is going to hurt their values in the eyes of teams who maybe would have wanted them but now might step away just because you kind of get that attitude label whether yeah. it's your fault or not. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen that with players in the past. I mean, I, there was talk that that was going to happen to Nylander. Yeah. When he's held out. Uh, yeah. But, you know, he he caved. But who knows? Maybe if he didn't. Well, and people were talking about that with Marner, too. They were like, oh, my God, is he going to go play in, you know, Sweden or something like that and then come back? But I think it's, you know, especially for Pulja Jarvi, complaining about where you're playing. It's like, if you're good enough, just shut up and play, and they'll put you where they want to put you. So. Breaking, breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Our fellow New York listener, who will not be named, just said to take the New York Rangers over Vegas tonight. Flurry will not be starting, and Hank is in net. The Rangers are plus 135. Yikes. 
Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. He's been calling the Rangers lately. Yeah. Just thought I'd toss that out there since this <laughs> is empty batters. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at with those two. I think Nick might have mentioned this, but both were first-round picks. Yes. Uh, Pujarvi was fourth-round pick, and Honka was a 14th-round pick. So, you know, obviously didn't pan out as planned. Uh, Taylor Hall. Rumors have been leaked that the Devils are now listening to trade inquires about tra- Taylor Hall. This is big. Uh, they're kind of tanking. I think this huge injury that's currently going on is hurting them. It's clear that he hasn't expressed too much interest in re-signing, considering we're already at December 1. No, I feel like if he was motivated to re-sign with them, it would have not been done by now, but there would have been pr- some form of progress by now, and as, there's just been nothing. As a guy who had Ray Shiro as a GM for so long, he is a pretty open book, and he's a he's a, he's a a player's GM. He's not scared to float out the cash if he thinks that yeah, you're worth exactly. it. He'll pay you if you're worth it. And I mean, let's be real. If you're the devils and you're going to pay someone, yeah. it so, sh- should be this guy. I Well, I think this is a situation where Shiro is throwing out the right amount of money, but it's just tall being like, I don't want to play here anymore. Hey, un- un- yeah, like unless you're going to overpay me by $3 million a year, right? right? He might be tossing like 9 or 10 or shit, maybe even 11. And Hall might be saying, no, fuck you. I want 12 or 13 if you're going to make me stay here. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, he is not worth that at all. In my opinion, but not, is, definitely not as of right now. He um, is the former MVP, though. He so. is. We've seen a variety of articles that have come out with you know places where he can go, or the places that are he's most likely to go. The yes. three I've been seeing mm-hmm. are from least likely to most would be Edmonton, Montreal, and Colorado. Yeah, so I have a list in front of me here based on NHL, NBCSN. Uh, I guess that's the panel workers who work for the NHL on NBC. Not sure if JR has any input on this, but (laughs) uh, the top four destinations that he is most likely to go to based on their list that is not including the New Jersey Devils would be, number one, the Avalanche, two, the Canadians, three, the Blues, whoa, and number four, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, my God. Give me a break. (laughs) Feed me this in my veins. Now, I need this. I will say this. That would be deadly. If he goes to Colorado. It's game over. My cup pick is going to be a lock. I hope you put a future on that. I did. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I I mean, that's a lock. If he goes to the Avs, they're rolling right now without Landis Cog and just getting Rant in the back. Yeah. And McKinnon looks like he's Michael Jordan of hockey right now. Yeah. Uh, they're rolling. I mean, if he goes to the Avs, they officially become – the favorite in the NHL to win the cup, in my opinion. I agree, because it's scary to think that Hall could be playing on the second line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine they just decide to put, like, Rantanen and Landis guy together, and then we get McKinnon and Hall oh on the same God. line. Could you imagine? I would pray for that. A righty, a lefty, the two most dynamic skaters in the league, oh other than McDavid, God. arguably. I for mean, sure, yeah. That would be sick. Uh, but that's enough of that. I would say that he will probably be dealt. Honestly, I think he's going to get traded. I think he gets dealt a little sooner than the deadline in March. I'm saying by February. I, I agree. By mid by Valentine's Day, Taylor Hall will not be in a jersey sweater. I would not be shocked if this happens before New Year's. Yeah. I Again, and God, do I hope it's the Penguins. But, but I, I do think it's going to take a blue-chip star prospect and a first-round draft pick at minimum for this deal to go through. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, I would say the longer this goes on, the less they get in return because the more desperate they get to shed yes. him. 
yeah. because I've seen this time and time again where it's like you know the, everyone says oh this guy's gonna go at the deadline this guy's gonna go at the deadline and then it, cu- it like it goes from right who wants this guy to hey take this guy take this guy yeah because eventually I mean you know this is kind of what happened with Kessel in a certain yes. aspect is he he helped you know we kind of held on to him, held on to him, held on to him. There were rumors and it never happened. And then when we had to deal him, we basically were forced to deal him where we didn't get much in return. Yep. Some of that is because he had a small list of where he wanted to go. But the other half of it is, is people know, Hey, they want to get rid of this guy. We, yeah. you know, Hall, do- Hall doesn't have a no movement clause too. So he can, it, you know, yeah. sky's the limit for where they can move him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and this is just a fun stat just so our listeners can get an idea of what we are witnessing right now on the Edmonton Oilers. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are running the league into the ground. To give you an idea of what we are seeing, this is something that hasn't been seen in the modern age NHL. So the most points all time through December 1st of a season. Number one, Mario Lemieux, 68 points in 92. Number two, Mario Lemieux, 53 points in 95. Number three, Gretzky with 52 in 89, 1989 that is. And then four and five, Connor McDavid at four, Leon Dreisaitl at five, with 51 points and 50 points this year. So McDavid is one was one point shy of beating or actually tying Gretzky for the most points wow. or the third most points through December 1st. That's absurd. He's not near the top Lemieux record, but if you look at places two and three, he was two points away from being second place all time. That's absurd. It's the scoring in the NHL is just. It's so up. This this past season, I think more so than the two previous years. It's so up. So up. It's just because the speed and the defensemen and everyone's so skilled. It's cre- you know Third and fourth line guys aren't really necessarily have to be grinders or fighters anymore. I mean, they're skilled guys. That's how no, your third fun. line has to be able to contribute. Yeah, absolutely. But I thought that was a fun little stat. Uh, it just shows you what we're witnessing right now. It's absolutely crazy. And the fact that the, those two guys are that high up on that record, which is so like hard to touch, and they're on the same line, on the same team in the same year. Exactly. And you know what's funny? I don't think ESPN has touched on that once this year. But nope. we can spend an hour talking about NBA load management. So, you know. <laughs> you know. I'm not pissed. It's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, so I have a couple injury tidbits, uh, nothing too crazy. Jack Hughes is day-to-day, as you mentioned, with a lower body injury. That's not helping the Devils or doing them any favors because it's just bad across the board. Uh, Zach Wierenski is out for four weeks with a shoulder injury. That's not going to help Columbus. He's one of their two best defensemen, so... yep. That's gonna. He's no. You know. That's a big hole for them. Yeah, and a big hole they're already in in the standings. That's not great for so. sure. Uh, in that tough division, you cannot afford to fall behind. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin, another defenseman, is out indefinitely with a concussion. There's not really a timetable for his return. Uh, they gave like a very generic like we hope sooner rather than later, but we're taking it day by day. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. And then uh, Mitch Marner is practicing again. Yeah, so. that was quick. Yeah. We'll see how he comes off of that ankle. And so. speaking of ankle, the last one, Brian Dumoulin is out a minimum of eight weeks with an ankle sprain. That's so. a big one. Fuck that hurts. Man. Um, I'm just going off the top of my head. I feel like I've heard this. Who has migraine problems? There's someone in the NHL that has migraine problems and like can't play. I heard it on a random game. I can't remember. Do you know? Off the I top mean, of I know I do. Um, well, <laughs> oh, who do you play for? Right. Yeah. Um, I have Tell no me idea. Who you play for. Uh, I would uh I would not be surprised if someone was sitting out with migraine problems, but I feel like I remember hearing that too. I just can't I can't, uh, I can't think of the name. Yeah, it's all good. 
Uh, State of the Union's me or you first? Uh, go ahead. All right, so I guess we're doing the bad news first. Everyone's hurt. Uh, everyone's hurt. Matt Murray stinks. He does not look good. We lost our last two games to the Blues and the Jackets in convincing fashion. Uh, Murray looks horrible. I, I I feel like last week I said this team's turned it around. We're, go- we're good to go after we won three straight. I was sold, and here we are again. Is it the glove again, or is it just everything? It's fucking everything, man. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on with him. I, you know, I... I saw this clip of him going over to Columbus's goalie, whose name is escaping me, but Columbus's goalie's dad passed away. Uh, you're thinking He's, of Jacob Markstrom from Vancouver. Vancouver, my yeah, fault. That, I, my, yeah, that we, was that was pretty cool. That was a sick win by us, by yeah, the way. It was. I thought we were going to win the cup after that. Um, <laughs> he went over to him and said, "Hey, like, I'm sorry, because Matt's dad passed away. I think at this point, two seasons ago." Yes. He hasn't really been the same since that happened, and I real feel real bad to say that because you know everyone goes through heartaches, but he hasn't like I don't think that's a coincidence. I think he's still struggling. No, from that. I, I think mentally can't he, imagine that would be a coincidence. Yeah, I think mentally he might be going through something. I'm not sure. This is all speculation, but you know I hope Matty turns it around. He's a great guy. I love him on our team, and I like him as a person. I like him as a goalie too. I want him to succeed. This isn't like a I want to trade him thing. I want to watch him get out of this funk, prove the league wrong, earn his money in his contract year. But, you know, if he keeps this up, I don't even know what's going to happen with him. Yeah, it's tough because the um, the goaltending position is just so mental too. Yeah, it's all mental. I'd say 90% of it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the injuries are killing us. We lost Dumo. Russ got hurt in a morning skate. We're, you know, Schultz is starting to practice again, but he's still out and praying to God we hear that Sid gets on the practice uh, here shortly. He's supposed to be back in January. Uh, this will give you an idea. We've been talking about McDavid and Dreisaitl all season long. Well, since Crosby went down on November 16th, the Penguins have scored 32 goals since then. 11 of those have been scored by Malkin or Jake Gensel. Wow. One or both of them have notched a point on 17 of those goals. So in the la- since November 16th, Malkin and Jake have accounted for 53.1% of the Penguins' offense. Wow. I mean, you need your stars to produce, and they've really been picking up the slack. Carrying our team, absolutely. Uh, And I think this is great for Gensel. He's starting to prove he's not just a one-trick pony with Crosby. He can. I mean, granted, he's playing with Malkin, but he's scoring these goals by himself. I mean, he's been lighting it up lately, so good for him. Yeah. Um, So for my state of the onion, um, the Caps have won two big back-to-back games. They had a tough one at home versus Tampa. They went down 3-1 to one and battled back to win 4-3 to three in overtime. Uh, and then they went on the road in Detroit, and I know Detroit sucks, but the Caps had a terrible first period and were able to fight their way back into the game. Um, Ovi had a hat trick and got it done on the road. How many goals does he have now? Is he close to 700? He's at like 690-something, isn't he? He's – I don't know what his total at for overall is. I know he is at um, – 20 for the season, I want to say. Yeah. Well, everyone's talking about can Pasternak score 50 and 50. I think Ovechkin's going to probably be in that conversation here very shortly. Uh, I agree. It wouldn't surprise me at all. And I would actually like to ask you about that. Do you think that someone in the NHL will score 50 and 50 this year? Not this year. I think it's possible, but I don't think so this year. I was wrong. He has 678 career goals right now. Okay. Uh, Not in the 690s quite yet. I must have misread that on Twitter. You're, you're just predicting the future. It's okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> As I said last week, when you said, is he going to get 50? I say, no, he's going to get 47. And, right. and, the, <clears> and <throat> I said the yeah. next game he's going to score three goals, and here we And then he has right. a Hattie. I yeah. will be the first one to say, though, two of those Hattie goals were empty net. So 
Empty bet. Yeah, empty bet. Uh, you want to jump into the who's hot and who's not for the week? I do. Um, aside from the two of us, we look pretty good today. Uh, Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> that cookie duster is looking right. strong Thanks, right bud. now. Uh, Nathan McKinnon is hot. Tell me if you've heard this one before. Uh, three goals, six assists, nine points in his last three games. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> um, David Posternock, as I just said, scored his 25th of the year. He is leading the NHL in goals. And Patrick Kane is riding a 15-game point streak. Yeah, I saw that. And I would like to add Jake Gensel to that list. He's been looking really yes. sharp lately, so I'm going to put him on there too. Uh, for the who's not, the Montreal de Canadiens are winless in their last eight straight games. They have been outscored 38-20 to 20 in that span. Carey Price has looked like dog shit this season. He has a 3.18 GAA with a .898 save percentage. Those are numbers that are not Carey Price-like. This is arguably his worst season to date in his career. What do you think? I would completely agree with you. Not only are there's like those numbers would bother an average goalie. Oh yeah. For Carey Price, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's like beside it, himself. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's about to throw up. Well, with how much money he's making too. Exactly. I mean, they threw the fucking moon at him, so exactly. this isn't really what they're expecting. Granted, you're getting outscored 38 to 20 yes. in your last eight games. That means you've scored 20 goals in your last eight games. I'm not a math guy, yeah. but that's a little bit above two goals per game in your last eight yeah. games. That's just not going to cut it. They're, today, you guys score at least three in today's. They game. are drowning right now. Druan's hurt. Byron's hurt. It's just, <clears throat> it's just bad. Deneau's been bad. Yep, he doesn't look great. Um, and then who's also not hot is the Detroit Red Wings. They are winless in their last seven. And similar situation there, where I'm pretty sure like three quarters of their back end is just hurt anyways. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, honestly, I think this is kind of what we expected. It's just kind of coming to fruition, so we'll see. You know, they'll probably be in tanking season for another yeah. good little I did bit, like. So. I really do like that pickup that they got, uh, Fabry, in that trade from St. Louis. He's made an immediate impact with He's them. been good. He's getting his ice time. You know, St. Louis wasn't giving him the minutes that he thinks he deserved, and here's a change of scenery, and he's doing it. So Definitely. Uh, you want to do first liner and fourth liner? Yes, let's hop into first liner first. My first liner of the week is going to be David Perron. <clears throat> he has 27 points in 28 games played so far this season. That makes him good enough to be top 30 in the league in scoring. He is currently riding a seven-game point streak and is leading the Blues in scoring. He's been averaging 18 minutes of t- time on ice in that span of his point streak. He looks really good lately. Uh I mean, this is a guy where I was watching NHL Network and they were talking about his points that he's put up this year and how good he's been. And, you know, he's kind of been a journeyman, I feel like, for Seriously? most of his career. Yeah. I think he's on his third stint in St. Louis or something That's like that. That's insane. Uh, he used to be a Penguin, so I got to see a little bit of him. He's got a good wrist shot, but he's never been a great skater, in my opinion. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I just, you know, this is a little surprising, but this doesn't really surprise me because this is just how the Blues players play. Yeah. They're savvy. They're gritty. They get in front of the net. He's on the first power play unit screening in front. Uh, you know, he looks good. So He's a really versatile player. I mean, he was a pain in the ass when he was playing for Vegas and the Caps had to play them in the finals. Oh, Just, yeah. He could do a little bit of everything. So And for you fan duelers out there, he's probably a cheap price, and I know you guys get points for players who block shots. He's on the first penalty kill unit uh, for most games, and he is fourth on the team in block shots, so keep an eye on that. Who's your first liner? Um, I have Jonas Donskoy of the Colorado Avalanche. He had four points the other night, and this guy's my for- first liner because he's been playing on the first line with Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen while Landis Cog is hurt. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me if uh, if they get Taylor Hall that they would maybe keep that line together and slide Landy. 
I down agree. low. But we'll see. They're both left wingers, so I don't know how that would work, but yeah. just speculating. And I would assume Jonas Donskoy, fantasy guys, FanDuel guys, he's going to be pretty cheap as well. I don't mm-hmm. think he had a ton of points until they bumped him to this line, so as long as they keep him there, this is definitely one you want to pick up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fourth liner is going to be Ryan Dezingle on the Carolina Hurricanes. He currently has one point in his last five games played. He has 16 points in 27 games played on the year. Ten of those points came in the first 14 games. So he's been ice cold lately. If you remember, Carolina came out of the gate big dick swinging, and Nick and I were riding them on the money line. We rode the left storm right. for a while. Yeah, and they've kind of cooled off. Yep, the hurricane went back out to sea. Yeah, so uh, as well as Ryan Dezingle. And he's only been averaging about 13 minutes of ice time in the last five games that he's been playing. He's been flirting with first power play time. I know I've been watching NHL Network and seeing that he's been demoted to the second power play recently, so that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, big name in the offseason that got signed for a decently sized ticket, I would say. For yeah, his, for sure. For his, you know, uh, I guess proven record or track record. Yes, but he was brought to that team to produce, and I feel like him being on the first power play would just encourage that so much more. But if he's not playing up to it, it's just... I read that they swapped him in Teravine, and then Teravine is getting the first line yeah, time. Yeah, so not surprised. That's kind of how that's going. Who is your noob of the week? So you actually touched on this already. I have Philip Deneau. Montreal is drowning, and this guy has been a liability defensively and just a disaster, uh, you know, minuses out his ass. I would just stay away. If he's a part of your, you know, your bench or your depth system, move him, drop him, just do something. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and that'll pretty much wrap it up for our first liner versus fourth liner segment. You guys are probably think that we are coming in with our picks next, but we actually have an interview that we are going to be dropping with you guys first. Uh, our interview, Nick, do you want to touch on who we have on? Yeah, we have Towson University's Colin Cunningham sitting down with us, and I think you guys are going to enjoy this one a lot. Do you want to explain how you uh, reached out to him, how you know him? So he is actually my brother's roommate. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, so I had not met him before the interview, but you know, I figured if he can tolerate living with my brother, he can tolerate sitting down with us for an hour. <laughs> yeah, neither, of, uh, ne- neither Nick or nor I uh, know him previously. So this is going to be our first interview where we don't know someone previously, and I'm actually really excited for that to see how this goes. Uh, So without further ado, we're going to toss it off to Colin right now. Enjoy. And we are now welcomed by Towson University forward Colin Cunningham. Colin, thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're smiling ear to ear. I'm super excited. You think you're official. We got headsets on. We got big equipment. This looks a lot better than the first one we did where it was just like wires going everywhere, microphones (laughs) falling over. It was just a disaster. Yeah, Curtin, uh, Costa, apologize to all you guys who came on, but we got better stuff now, so we got to have them back on afterwards. Definitely. So anyways, Colin, thank you for joining us. Thank Um, you. Let's start off with something simple. So how's the season going for Towson? You know, we've had a couple guys on here already, so do you just want to touch on that? Well, first, I just want to put a. I just want to make a little disclaimer. Put it out there. Um, I feel like the, a lot of the guys are on the team right now. Are like, how did we go from Costa to Dieter to Curtin to Cunningham? Like, they're probably like, uh, what's going on? Uh, but it's my brother's roommate that runs the podcast, so yeah, you know, it uh, it uh, it helps when you uh, find your roommates on Facebook. So <laughs> try it out next year. Nice. Um, as far as the season's going. Um, um, right now, I don't think we're uh, um, in the spot that we would prefer to be in. I think we're like four and twelve. I want to say. Oh, I don't know. It's I don't one know. Of those years. Eh, yeah. It's all good. We've all been we there. Just, 
We can yeah. just cut that out, maybe. I don't know. No, no. you're good. No, oh, okay. you're just yeah, trying right. to. Yeah. Look, we told... Being honest. We told... Uh, I know I told Kurt in this, especially in the elevator. I think I might have told Costa and Dieter, too, is, you know, as much as some people burn out, and they didn't say they did, but they said, you know, it, it feels like we've been playing hockey for a while now at this point, and I'm like, yeah, yeah you imagine. Know. So, you know, I always say, at least you're doing something you love. No, exactly. Right? Because it does get old, but I can tell you, it beats sitting behind a desk <laughs> yeah. any day of the week. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, and, enjoy it. And we're also the youngest team, though, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, no, we're actually like the youngest team in our, in our in like the whole league. So what year are you? I'm a junior. Okay. Uh, I transferred from uh, community college this year. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah. I had a similar track to that, so I totally understand. So um, yeah. do you want to touch on, you know, just where you grew up, how you got into hockey, what all went down? Do you want to touch on Absolutely. that story? Absolutely. So it starts in Newport Beach, California. Holy nice. shit. Little, little private school called Pegasus. Oh, um, yeah. I was in second grade. This guy named Logan Niedermeyer is uh sits next to me. I'm like, oh hey, he's got like plaid shorts on. I'm wearing plaid shorts. I I don't even know what hockey is at the time. I'm like, I'm a dork. I mean, I'm writing comics. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm obsessed with Lego Star Wars. I'm like, hey, gotta pay the bill somehow. Yeah, seriously. Know. So I mean, I have no idea what uh, hockey is. Um, while this, my, me and Logan are becoming friends the whole time, unbeknownst to me, my brother has a guy, Jackson Niedermeyer, in his class. And he's making friends with him, so... I know where this is going. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you do. Uh, fast forward, I don't know, month, two months later. Um, keep in mind, this is 2006, I want to say. Oh, yeah, that's this. I yeah, know exactly yeah, where this so is going. Yeah, so two back. months later, fast forward, I'm, I'm playing hockey with Jackson and Logan Niedermeyer in their ginormous backyard. It's a tennis court. They have, like, little pads... I'm playing hockey with the Niedermeyers and the Solanis. I, oh, but, my God. The best part God. about it is I literally have no idea who they are. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Tamu Slane? Yeah. I'm like, he's cool. <laughs> yeah. He's got a weird accent, but right. yeah. Oh my good God. looking. He, he right. drives cool cars. Yeah. He's really good looking. <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's yeah. another thing. Like, um, my mom's like, oh, Mr. Niedermeyer started Ferrari. I'm like, oh, did he? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm like, but he's got a giant bionicle set. Right. I noticed <laughs> nice. that. Like, I, I'm, that's what I'm noticing. So that is unreal. Uh, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> just um, where was I? Uh, you're talking about how you oh, saw their backyard right, and right. you were playing the tennis courts. Yeah. Um, so 2007, when they won the cup, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm, I can remember so clearly. I was, um, <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. Like, I'm, I'm like. Yeah, Logan, you're like, dad's on TV, like, playing sports. Like, can we go, like, play NHL now? Or, like, right. let's go. Like, come yeah. on. I don't, I don't, like, I just never grasped the concept at all. Um, I think that was, like, the best part of our friendship, honestly. Like, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, we don't, we don't really keep in touch today anymore, but um, Jackson, I believe, he's playing in the British Coulomb. No, no, no. I don't know. Some, some junior league. Like a BC league. BCHL or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's just yeah. sick. Pensacola is something bees. Okay. So, um, living in California, there's not a lot of ice rinks there. Um, I was going to say, like, how far did you have to travel to get to, like... Well, that's the thing. So, my dad was overseas in Iraq um, at the time, and um, he's not about to just throw, like, $4,000 for each kid right. to play ice hockey. So, we're like... And then, like, the next day, we're like, yeah, that shit sucked. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Um, we actually started with roller hockey. 
Of course. Um, yeah. At a little place called 949. It was, uh, it, it was just some of the be- like, it was just some of the best three, I don't know, two years of my life there, honestly. Like, yeah. The oh. hockey was just, it was just fun. Like, you know, it wasn't even, there was nothing competitive about it. It was just. No, it was just fun. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, you know, we lived in uh, San Francisco for two years. Oh, shoot. So, you know, our whole cul-de-sac, like every Sunday, like everyone was out there. It was just like that's a awesome. horde of people on rollerblades with sticks. So That's, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah. That is awesome. I wish that was like that. It was kind of like that in the Niedermeyers, honestly. Like their backyard was big enough. Like, and they'd yeah. have like, I don't know. Oh, the prongers. Like, like you know, not like, a big deal. Ever <laughs> yeah, heard of them? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, really. So, like, and we'd have like three on three games or four on four games. It was just, yeah, yeah they had huge nets. So, um, then I moved to Virginia when I was around twelve years old, still playing roller. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't made the switch yet. Um, I played at the box. It's in Chantilly. Yeah, yeah. Heard, have you heard? Yep, of that? Chantilly. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, I didn't know this, but, like, while I was playing at the box, there was, like, a huge industrial shed five minutes away from my house. The roof collapsed because of ice or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make it into an ice rink. Perfect timing because the box just closed down because they went bankrupt. So I had to make the switch right there. Right. At this time, I want to say I'm fifth grade, maybe sixth grade. No, like seventh grade. I don't know, but... I only played like rec leagues um, for the majority of the start of uh, my ice my ice hockey career, just because. Um, I mean, yeah, we. I think most of it, most people, I would say, you know, yeah, for sure, they probably yeah. start in a similar track and uh, roller to rec to travel, yeah, you know, that kind of route. Then I played. Um, the they, oh, the Piedmont Predators when I was a U sixteen. Mm-hmm. That's when I started playing travel. And they're, like, a good program, I guess, if you just kind of starting off. They're not, like, the best. I don't think they've ever won anything, but... Yeah, I but mean, they're not what bad. town did you say they were? Um, I'm from Haymarket, Virginia, so Gainesville. So okay. it's They're called the Piedmont Predators. I, who knows why? They're in Haymarket, but uh, played the Haymarket Iceplex. Okay, yeah. I yeah. actually have a rough understanding of where that is. Yeah. I mean, we used to play a lot in Virginia, so I'm somewhat familiar. Northern Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just going off of your story, I mean, when... How long did it take for you after you knew these kids that were sons of famous fathers that they had famous fathers? That's a great question, honestly. Like, I don't know when it clicked. Like, like, like I said, I'm like looking at his dad on TV. I'm like, yeah, your dad's on TV, like on Versus. What? Yeah. Right. Like, can we, Versus. Like, yeah. yeah, remember wow. that? Remember that? Way back yeah. when. Uh, I'm like, let's. Can we like go swimming? Like, right. yeah. Your mom's like making cookies. Can we go eat those? Like, so right. I your mom's know. a complete smoke, but like, you know, I'm not <laughs> yeah, old yeah, enough yeah, yet. Yeah. So. I, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. But, um, no, man, that's so cool. And I mean, um, I can, t- you know, when we listen to like Chicklets or something, Newport Beach is like one of the spots. I mean, you know, you hear Lupul talk about yes. it. It's like where most of the Ducks play. Yes. Upshaw. Yes. Yeah. I mean, those kind of guys. So, what was what's it like over there, just lifestyle wise? I mean, is oh. it everything that Cali's cracked up to be? Dude, it is just the best. Like, I'm moving back there as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's like I feel like that's like when you think California stereotypes, like that's like what pops in people's heads. Tan, yeah, yeah, surfing, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't like. I don't even know if it gets below seventy there. I honestly have no oh idea. Oh my god, I wish. Uh, I'm yeah. Um, well, that sounds awesome. I mean. It, 
shit. <laughs> I mean, two of the greatest defensemen to ever play the game and the Finnish Flash. That is an amazing story, Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, who else? Like, he had his brother, Rob, was there yeah. a lot. Yeah, Rob was on the Stanley Dustin Cup Dustin Penner. Yeah, pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's pretty Dustin sweet. Dustin Penner. I so saw did him. you get to, like, meet all these guys? I mean, Dude, I'm, like, I wish I was older when I, like, when this whole thing was going down. I'm, I'm at a party with the Stanley Cup. I have no idea, like, anything about this. I'm, like, I'm meeting all these guys. You're I, like, oh, shit, cool vase. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is shiny. <laughs> right. I'm like, take a picture with me. Right. I don't know. Uh, like. Yeah. No. So, no, I, I don't know. I'd say around fourth grade i don't know fifth grade i was like oh you know what i messed up i <laughs> i those guys are pretty famous in yeah. the in the hockey world because i was like i was um telling all these people like oh, i'm just gonna go over to my friend logan Niedermeyer. like who i'm like oh yeah, yeah that's pretty oh. cool so um yeah. you know that's a one a great story i mean that's I, not a lot of people can say that and i think the whole california background is pretty cool so i actually have a question for you um one of the ex-Penguins that I used to love was Bo Bennett, and he was actually mm-hmm. from California. Um, Remember that. Do you know uh, who like some of the more famous California hockey players are that maybe people don't know, or if you have a favorite that you know of off the top of your head? Do you do, does that ring a bell at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, actually, no. Um, There's not a lot of them. I know that. No. I think Brooks Orpik was from San Francisco too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just wondering if there's any. You know, guys out there. Those are the only two I can think of off the top of my head, and they're. I know there's a nerdy. bunch. Do you I remember Dan Sexton? That he rings played a bell. On the Ducks. Yeah, he I was, know the name. Was he from California? I think he was, and I he think got he to. Was. He was a nasty AHL player, though. I'm. Dude, sure. he was like he had like a good for the Ducks. He had like a good like eight games, like a fantastic eight games. Yeah. Never really got like. He was a skill guy. He, yeah, too. he couldn't really string a, like more than eight games together. Like he couldn't. And no, then I, I, and he's gone now. I have no idea where he is. No, that rings a um, I got a list here. So, Mats was actually born there. Austin Matthews was born in California and oh, then raised in Arizona. Raised in Arizona. Can we count it? Does yeah, it count exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jason Zucker, uh, <laughs> Matt Nieto, Rocco Grimaldi, Chad Ruedel. Rocco Grimaldi. Chad Ruedel, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Moore, and then uh, Vancouver's goalie, Thatcher Demko. Interesting. Thatcher Demko. Yeah. That's a lot more than I thought there would be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, drifting away from the whole California bring up. So, you know, what uh, has been one of the – who would you say is the most fun team that you have played on so far in your career? Is it from, like, you know, uh, Virginia, right? Or when you moved to Maryland and the Towson? Like, um, This Towson team is pretty fun. Um, honestly, that's a good question as well. Um, also, I saw the questions beforehand. You'd think I'd be uh, – no, but, but like – the same way every test I've taken. But like, I just, wow, they're really throwing the curveballs at but me like, here. I just – I don't know, like um, – U sixteen Piedmont Predators. That was pretty fun. Just because it was my first year. I'm yeah. First year of hitting, traveling with the team. Like just right. You get a bond. It's yeah, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's different. Got it the was, bus. You know. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Definitely. Probably my first year playing travel. I can say. What would you say is probably the coolest moment that you could say in your career, other than meeting all these famous uh, kids? Yeah. Other yeah. than that. Um. There was this one time. Um, there was like two seconds left in a game, and I like I snagged it like Odell. Uh, yeah. Oh, like a puck out of midair. Yeah, I had, to, I had to make a visual because yeah for the listeners. But it's so good. like bad radio. I re- <laughs> oh, we do it all the time. I reach <laughs> yeah. back, throw it on the ground, go five hole, and it was that was pretty that was pretty fun. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. Oh, so what? You grabbed it out of midair <clears throat> and you just dropped it. And yeah, like, and I was pretty close. Clapped to the net. it. Um, yeah. there's this there's like some high school games that I, um, I think I had some big goals in. Oh, because we'd always play our rivals and all that. Um, what high school did you go to? Battlefield. Battlefield. 
That's what it's called. That's what Nick said. That sounds like a Virginia high yeah, school. Yeah, no, like, actually, yeah. like, looking back, like, our high schools were called, like, Battlefield, Patriot, Liberty, Freedom. Really? And, I, like, I tell people that, they're like, what the So f- what part of Virginia is Battlefield in? Haymarket. Haymarket, Virginia. Is that Eastern, It's Western? Northern Virginia. Nova. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah. Are you familiar with, like, the Nova Ice Dogs? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sounds like I don't even know where they play, though, like... I thought I was from Nova. I don't, so uh, I don't know. I remember Ashburn's rink, but Ashburn that's about has a it. sick rink. I like. Well, they're Ashburn's a really rink. good program too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they won those nationals. Yeah, they're yeah. sick. I don't remember where the Ice Dogs play, but I do. I do remember that I've played there because we used to play them a, a good amount. Um, who would you say is the best player that you've played with or against? It can be either one <laughs> or both mm. or both. Yeah, mm, that's a good question. I've had I've had um um Matt. Matt Curtin, um, he actually knows him. His name's Mac Wiseman. Uh-huh. You ever heard of him? I don't know. He's, he was committed to UConn for wow. a while. And I don't know, he decommitted. But that dude was, he was a freshman when I was like a junior, I want to say, in high school. And like, he uh, he didn't come for the first five games. And like, all of a sudden, I'm like, who the heck is this guy? I'm like, dude, get him out of here. He, he went was through the entire team, up and down. He's wrecking people. I'm like, oh, well, that's who he is. And that's like, why this kid's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, he was really good. Mac Wiseman. He played for the Skipjacks. Now he's playing okay. for the New Jersey Titans in the okay. all yep. USHL. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, what, it, what it cost to call you? Is it the U or something? The U. I remember that. The he said something. I can't remember. What oh it was. yeah, he had a name for uh, going to play in uh, college. I forget what it was. I can't. Remember. Anyways, that's oh the U show. The U show. Yeah. Holy shit, that was awesome. <laughs> the U show. No. Um, I've played with a guy that's at Skidmore right now, John Lichner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he was sick. He just had a really good shot, honestly. Like, fucks would just go in for him. I'm like the complete opposite. I have to try so hard to score. And this guy, <laughs> like, some people just have that Don't knack, you know? All. Like, some people just score. Like, it just goes in when they shoot it. Like, yep. it, it's not like they'll shoot it in the same place I do, but it just right, it just goes in. So in. he was really good at that. He was just like a natural scorer. Um, Did you play with the UConn committed or against him? You said, I played I, with. You, so he, you said he joined God. the team. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know if he was a rival and he came in late season. No, yeah. No. He, he played in my high school team because he was playing for the Little Caps at the time, I want to say. Okay. So he, yeah, like, he had like a rigorous schedule, so he couldn't always make every game. Yeah. Um, that makes yeah, sense. I think I think there's. I think that's about it. Dieter's really good. Dieter is really Kass good. Kass is really good. Curtin's really good. They're, they all three are Gunning very good really, players. You know, Cunning. <laughs> better as bump. I mean, like, what can you the goat, though. Right. He, he's he's uh, in the lineup. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, so who would be the best player that you've played against? Oh, that's another good one. Um, there are names that pop out. I don't know. No, I don't know. Like, no, I can't really think of them. Um, it's all good. Played against. I don't know. Um, what the heck was his name? Rebold, Liebold, Mitch Liebold, something like that. You know? Do you know him, Jack? Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Because we were both looking at Jack. I was like, oh, what, oh, no, what uh, did Jack scheme this kid or something? <laughs> no, no, he's, uh, he was really good, but that's all I can really think of. I don't know. I never really, like, look at their names. And, like, they didn't have names on the back of their jersey. Oh, uh, fair okay. point. I'm fair too point. busy trying to, like, work on my own skating. Like, right. I'm just trying to stand up and shoot at the same time and... <laughs> I can't think about the uh, the other team like that, you know? No, I got gotcha. you. Sure. So what would you say uh, is your favorite rink or was your favorite rink to play in? I played at Liberty Liberty's Rink. Have you guys ever seen that? Where is this? Um, Liberty College. Oh, okay. Liberty University. Oh, okay. And they have – it's ACHA D1. They got a Jumbotron. They – oh, my. They uh, 
sell out every game. They got like a Star Wars night. It is it is so sick. Damn. So, so what team were you on when you played there? I was actually playing for my community college, Nova. Oh, Nova has a. I can go. Yeah, I could go. I could like write a book on that. That whole thing. Like I had. Well, let's hear it. All right, all right. Go into um, detail. So you guys were talking about the spit and chicklets episode today, and um, who was Chelio saying was the coach? Keenan. Yeah. Yeah. Keenan, and he was like, "Oh, the only word I would use to describe him is psychotic." And like, and I was like, oh, "Like my coach was psychotic." At but, Nova. At Nova. But the difference between my coach at Nova and the. Mike Keenan is Mike Keenan's in the NHL. This guy is coaching right, right. community college kids, literally just trying to <laughs> have some fun. Yeah, like it's ACHA D three, so like we'd play like Radford, ODU, okay, all them. Um, so like, this, what what kind of stuff would he do that was like psychotic? Dude, he is a pathological liar. Like it is insane. Like is he like just trying to like fuck with you? No, or is he actually no, just no. Like, like he wants our approval. Like oh. he's like. I I was point one seconds from breaking the national record in tr- uh, cross country. Like oh, I've guys. coached at every single level. I've coached an Olympian at hockey. I'm like, hockey DB is a thing, dude. Yeah, like we, we can, can check we can right now. We, can, we look it up. Yeah. It's like Barrett Haga empty. Right. Like I'm like oh, okay, well <laughs> name dropping and everything. Page created bad. yesterday by and <laughs> yeah, exactly, your coach's exactly, name. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, like. He was like, he was like, he was nice, and he wrote me a letter of recommendation for the colleges I applied to. But like, he that's was, good. So I mean, he's a great guy, maybe off the yeah. ice. I don't even know. What but. was that experience like? I mean, were you guys just like didn't like didn't Dude, give a fuck? Or? In the beginning, everyone's like, all right. I'm, I was like, all right, guys, like we can tolerate this. Like, let's just get through this. Like, maybe we'll start. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you know why? Because. We're like, you know what, maybe we'll get fired or something like that if enough people like complain or something like that. This is just a rumor that I heard from um, one of my teammates um, who was actually a really good player, Lucas Russell. Um, uh, he said that because he was there before me. Someone tried to complain to him, and my coach blackmailed this guy and was like, you need to say you lied, and or I will, because he works in the government. He's like, I will pull strings, probably a lie, and yeah, I right. will get you like arrested you cannot do this and no one's ever complained since yeah that's so. insane Jeez. dude he was a he was a nut a little bit of a, a power nut. trip there he was a like so if you ever want to know about nova ice hockey all you need to know right. is that coaches threaten kids and try to put and he's them been in coaching for like 13 years too like yeah. I, I don't i don't understand i don't know how he's gotten away with all this so yeah, far typical government employee right <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me Seriously. stop myself there before Whoa. we keep going. <laughs> now we're going to go to jail. Right. <laughs> FBI right here. No, the thing us. is, like, um, Nova was, like, it was good hockey. Like, we practiced Monday, Wednesdays. We got, like, we went to Florida for free. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Like, so we played some- FAU and got lost, like, got smacked 13-0. Damn. <laughs> we got smacked. Like, we had to play him twice. But, no, like, it was, oh, my bad. It was, uh, it was, it was actually, like, it, the guys on the team made it a fun experience for nice. sure. No, that's cool. That being said, we did have that crazy coach, but yeah, it's all good. I man. feel like looking back on it though, that kind of makes it like funny. Makes it no, fun, yeah, 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 no. At, in the time, you're just like, "Fuck you, man! Right. <laughs> I want to kill you." Like, what are you but, saying? But now uh, it's pretty funny, honestly. Like, just like you really tried to tell us, like, like you coached in the NHL, like, right? How did sure you get that, here? How'd you get here then? Like, right. How are you, like, you know? It probably formed a good bond between the guys, yeah, too. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Oh, we're just shitting on him the entire time in the locker room he, as soon as he leaves. Sometimes not even before, like, he's in the room, so we're like, yeah, <laughs> hey, look at him. <laughs> like, you know? 
Um, so who would you say is your favorite current NHL player? And it, it, is that the person that you try to model your game after, or who do you think you play most like in the NHL? No, my favorite player right now, without a doubt, is Austin Matthews. Like Popular answer. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like the third, third person to say Austin yeah, Matthews. Yeah, for sure. Um, like uh, growing up a Ducks fan, it's just so hard. And then moving here, it's just too hard to keep a Ducks fan. Like I just mm-hmm. I had to pick a new yeah. team. I'm like Austin Matthews is like this – sick kid like yeah. I'll be a Maple Leafs fan I think I'll just do that yeah. for, He's cool. for now yeah. um, I don't know who I play like John Scott Tom Pody <laughs> Tom, Tom Pody John Scott oh, minus the throwback. Um, I love a little self-deprecation <laughs> yeah. here for Carl Alsner yeah. I don't know oh, I miss those guys <laughs> yeah man. seriously Tom Pody um, but you know who I would love to play like is Brad Marchand like mm. all right. people hate him yeah. but like he yeah. can back it up you know yeah. yeah. and that's the best part that's yeah. that's why uh, very talented yeah exactly yeah, and he wasn't always like that right like he wasn't always like no he just he is actually a great story for people to model themselves after. He started a fourth-line scrap guy, and he's been a consistent top-10 NHL scorer for the past four seasons. Just like Tom Wilson. Uh, No. (laughs) And he's a rat. Yeah, Wilson three years ago, and that's another guy like me. Maybe four. You know. So what, like, you know, in all of your playing career, is there been, like, one chirp that stands out that you've heard that's just Um, like, I'm going to throw up from laughing so hard? um, There was... um, I, I like it's got a, a word in it that's not a PC. Okay. We, we, we we can you can uh, so take that taking out. out the word. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. Um, it wasn't even like it, I, it was. <laughs> this is nothing racial, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, The funny, like the funniest thing was like it was like my first year playing, and we were like fifteen, sixteen, or playing travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had like this this great coach. No, excuse me, I had a. Weird coach. That was the next year. Um, <laughs> his name was like something Evans. Um, and this guy, he gets hit by our bench. And he's like, he gets up all mad. And he's like, I bet you kiss girls. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I, and like my coach just started crying. And it just made everyone start just dying laughing. Like Your coach cried? No, like crying laughing. Like, oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, you meant yeah, yeah. he cried <laughs> because <laughs> of the... the no, like I, like, I don't know. Like, what 15-year-old says that? I bet you kiss girls. Like... You yeah. gay? Could you kiss girls? Like, yeah. and everyone was just like, huh? And then like, I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, that was a good one. That was not. Um, no, I can't really think of. A, I love the bench chirps. Yeah, oh, yeah, those are the best. yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I can't really think of a a chirp that no, really stands I, out to me. Honestly, some of the questions that we ask, I would think to myself, "What would I say?" I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> some guys uh, just have insane memories, but I like that one. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like in terms of your equipment, are you a fishbowl guy or a cage guy? I saw this one. I would love to be a fishbowl guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just not good enough. Okay, that's that's <laughs> what it, that's what it boils down to. Like Dieter and Costa are in a fishbowl, and like they're like someone can be like. I don't even know, like, roll down your window to, like, Dieter. And then he's, like, puts up, like, four points. And he's, like, all right, like, Dude. I just can back it up. But if I wore a fishbowl, he's just, like, I'm, like, uh, I can uh, – I'll, I'll catch you in the parking lot. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Like, not right now. Not, you know, so no, um, unfortunately have to wear a cage. But That's all good. I would love that. to wear a fishbowl. Are you white or black, Dieter? Honestly, I I can I can definitely go back and forth. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're not superstitious. No. no. Mm, I have to play bubble shooter before a game. Really? Okay. Yeah, like it, I have to. So I want to get a little uh, sneak peek on the Towson hockey team. So we always ask, like, hey, uh, 
you know, what's some of the weirder superstitions you've seen in your career? I want to know, is there someone on Towson's team? Like, who's the freak? Who, no, not even, you don't have to name names, or yeah. if you want to, you can to give them shit. But what's something that someone does on Towson's team that's kind of weird before the game? I wish I could tell you, but, like, the way the locker room's set up, I'm looking at a wall. Like, yeah. and actually, that, I take that back. I'm looking at two people, and they don't have any weird superstitions. And, like, um, I don't know. I don't think we have any. Some guys just, like, you know, work out or stretch alone. That's not that weird, though. No. Um, some, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably a superstitious thing. Nobody's, though. like, bowing down before the game or? No, no, I can't think. I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm looking at two guys. No, so, yeah, okay. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, you've kind of beaten yourself up a little bit, but I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit for where you're at. I mean, honestly, you're playing you're playing college hockey. You're doing Sometimes. something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. not health-bombed. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, you're doing something right, man. I mean, not everybody can do that. So, I'd like to ask you, you know, who would you give the most credit to for where you've gotten, you know? Because you grew up playing roller hockey in Newport yeah. Beach, and yeah. here you are yeah. in Towson, Maryland, playing hockey. I mean, that's kind of a – you might not think about it to yourself, but that's quite an interesting transition. No, no, I, def- I was thinking about it. Like, the whole, like, how I'm here is, like, just a whole bunch of perfect timing dominoes effect almost. Like, without that without that snowstorm in, what, 2011 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and that roof collapsing, the ice rink went up and, like, opened up at the same time the box closes. Without me wow. being born on, like, in 1998, Logan Niedermeyer would not be in my class. I would be writing comic books right now probably still. <laughs> Writing some weird... Um, yeah, that's actually... That's kind of cool that you point that yeah. out. I mean, it's kind of these... But what I want to... Uh, what I want to credit my career to, honestly... First of all, the parents, obviously. Of course. Yeah, uh, yeah the, with, like, hockey moms, like... Do you think they have, it like, the, the hardest, honestly? Like, hockey parents with they all the traveling? They are the fiercest, I will they say fiercest. that. <laughs> One, they're, like, animals. Yeah, It's yeah. like, if yeah. you fuck with their kid, they're going to rip your head yeah. off. Two, yeah. they sit in those freezing... Mm-hmm arenas on metal bleachers yeah like game after every game. weekend yeah on holidays but um i kind of skipped over this um talking about like growing up but i played on this this roller hockey team it was i played for 10 games like i was i was kind of tearing it up in the house league humble brag uh <laughs> i was like i don't even know how old i was but i was tearing it up that was the last time i ever tore anything up but um <clears throat> so i played on this triple a roller hockey team with like the sickest guys I have ever seen any one of them probably is like could have played or is playing in the NCAA uh right now like ice hockey like these kids were sick Mm -hmm. um and I seriously like to this day like can like attribute like some of like what I'm doing right now to that triple a 10 games like that's how good these guys were wow Yeah. yeah like great coaches at, at uh, it was just yeah seriously it was so i actually Unreal. Unreal. i actually played um a spring roller hockey league in howard county when i was 10 they did it for two years and then it closed down it's the most fun i've ever had mm-hmm. yeah i love ice hockey but that was bought strictly not including like the guys and the camaraderie that was the most fun i've had just strictly playing period Short sleeve shirt, seventy degrees, yep, exactly. May afternoons, yep. it was perfect, and that's I, what I'm it yeah. was just like that's the kind of shit that I live for. Yeah, seriously. that's where my hands came from too. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> nice, nice. You have hands, yeah, barely. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, no, I, I think to, rollers. The yeah, we used to go do that with you know our fraternity. We would go to um, yeah, we went to the tennis courts. Right yeah, up here. tennis courts and play with uh you know re- recycling bins and Tupperware as goals and stuff. And I was seriously considering like 
bringing my rollerblades up here. Like I rollerbladed, at, I still rollerblade. I rollerbladed every day last summer almost. Like, yeah, I love that. It's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is, and you can do it whenever. Exactly. Except for the winter. Right. Nick, well, you got any more questions? I think I'm all out of my Um, So we talked about your current favorite NHL player. Did we touch all-time? Yeah, all you have time. all-time. That's a, Is it I, a duck? No, I don't know. Like, I think I have to do Scott Niedermeyer. Like, without, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, where would I be? I don't know. You no, know, yeah. So, abs- I mean, that, that totally makes sense. It fits and right into it. I think it. that's the best answer we've heard so far just because you have a personal connection yeah. to the guy. So. Yeah, at the time, I was, like I, he could have been the worst or the best Hall of Famer, but um, like I, I watched his highlights the other the other day. Like this Sick. dude, like he was just so good. Like I don't even know how to like – I'm didn't sweat. To, no, that's the thing is like everyone said he like would get into the locker room afterwards, take his gear off, and it would there'd just yeah, be like a yeah, dot. Yeah, maybe. He's one of those like Canadian workhorses. Right. Like, yeah. Get their heart rate up to like two forty five, and you're just like, what? I can't even think of like anyone in right now in the league that's kind of like him. Um, there isn't one. No. He's he's those kind of guys. You know, they don't really it's come one around in to a million. Up. Yeah, like he's. He was big enough to be physical. He was a two-way guy, but he skated like the win. I can't honestly. I can't really think of anybody who no. would compare like his him puck, right now. puck moving ability was just sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Um, who wins the Stanley Cup this year? Um, I saw your guys' story the other night. I was a little, I was a little mad at it. I can't lie. You said if if the Avalanche get Taylor Hall, they'll be a contender. But are they not a contender right now? They were my pick to win it they at are, the beginning of the year. They are. I. I let me rephrase my statement because I actually made that fuck me. Um, the Avalanche are a contender. I think if they get Taylor Hall, they are the contender. They are They are the contender. I think Absolutely. Right, I okay, think okay. right now you can still kind of throw Dallas, Washington, you know, Boston in there. They're kind of right up there with them. Uh, if they get Taylor Hall, they're going to – like They're the faves. I heard that the camaraderie on that team is just out of this world. I mean, they've been playing – I feel like their core guys have all been playing the, with each other for yeah, a very long and, time. Like, yeah. they're young, too. That's exactly. the crazy part. Exactly. Miko yeah. ran, and I'm pretty sure he blew out his leg, and then he comes back, puts up four. Right. Yeah, he put up four Holy points in that night. Yeah. Yeah, so you're paying That's, attention. Good yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had to study up. It was only the past week. So right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I put a future on them, so I would like Taylor Hall to go there. But That'd be yeah, that'd just be great for the league, honestly. I think it would be, too. That, like, how can you not watch that team like, yeah. as a sports fan? Canada and Hall. Exactly. Awesome. Um, and then my last question is just be, what's something weird about you that we probably wouldn't know? What's like a fun fact about you just outside fun of fact. like hockey or sports in general? Uh, that's a great question. Was this on the um, question list? No, no this was not. <laughs> I would have I would have had something in in mind. Um, a weird thing? Man, that is a great question. Um, I can make it hockey related. Uh, you know what I think about like almost on a daily basis for no reason is how – a sports, uh, not even the hockey fans, like sports fans, history fans, were absolutely robbed when that U.S. or the um, under twenty one team um, in the in the World Championship couldn't they like they couldn't keep playing. Like we we only saw two games, you know. Wait, do you remember that? But it had McKinnon, Matthews, McDavid. Oh, Team North America. Uh, Team North America. What I call them? No, no, no. no, You're good. We are only robbed. Yeah, Yeah. we were robbed. So we've actually covered this. In one of our, I forget if it was like an interview or an episode, where we like, and we shared the roster on Instagram. Yeah. It was no, like, I think some about of the that. best hockey I've ever seen. I think about that like probably too much, honestly. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so, how, that's like, pretty weird. That team will never be together. Like ever that's again. what's so frustrating yeah. about it. Like it's not even as a hockey fan. Like as a sportsman, you are actually robbed. Like that was well. That kind of that was the team that started like the new generation of hockey. Like, yes. Oh, absolutely. Like we had Crosby and Ovechkin like bring yes. us out of the death from the lockout, and then now that they've you know been here for a decade, this is the next set, and they were all on the same team. Like you know, McDavid uh, had played a year. I don't think Matthews hadn't even played Matthews yet. Matthews hadn't played yet. Eichel had played a year. Eichel yeah. forgot yeah. he was on there. Um, McKinnon with the OT Riley. Oh, yeah. I can watch that all day. Yeah, I have watched it multiple times. <laughs> like that, that team like should have beat Russia, yeah. beat Sweden. Yep. I mean, no, they were and like insane. there was a t- they like lost. They couldn't keep continuing on a technicality. That yeah. was the worst part. Like, yeah, they had like enough points. It was like a goal like differential, that. some bullshit like that. Oh man, typical IHF, yeah. of course. But I think that's. I think that's probably. Weird thing about me. I do think about it. <laughs> a concerning amount. Interesting. Inter- well, very interesting. That's good to know. Well, I mean, uh, that's all I've got. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I don't. I just want to say thank you, Colin, yeah. for coming on. I mean, you got a you got a pretty unique background, and I think it's good for our listeners who are mostly from the local area to hear someone have a different background yeah. than they did. And I think what you brought to the table today was really insightful and. You know, I'm excited. I think California is going to come up as far as future. No, shows. definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, I've talked to a couple guys, uh, you know, that I used to play with, and they would always say that playing over in Cali, those teams were ridiculous, especially oh, yeah. in the Bay no, Area. Absolutely, and stuff. yeah. Well, I absolutely. think just look at the those three teams. Like, look at the teams that they've had in the last. 10, 15, 20 And they're years. having kids, and they're they're playing in the high school leagues, yep. and the Anaheim Ducks high school league. They have like their games are tele they're not televised, but they're recorded there on YouTube and those are they have some great Solani plays in it. They have yeah. some great kids in that league. Like that yeah. is a great league. It's almost like you know Bishop O'Connell's league? I don't know what that is. And uh yeah. Calvert Hall and Oh uh, well I went to, yeah. Um V S H L. Uh is that what it is? It's something like so there's different divisions, but I went to Calvert Hall with all the guys that I it's M A P H L M A P H L. It's like the California version of that. It's like gotcha. it's good hockey. That is good hockey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, and you know, they got I've heard stories, I just think that the the San Jose area I've heard has been really yeah, good. It's yeah, it's getting big. Yeah, yeah, they probably got some great kids over there. Well, anyways, Con, I want to say thank you. Yeah, and, thank uh, you, man. This has been awesome. You know, Thanks good luck to you the me. rest of the season, and yeah. we'll hope to have some uh, more yeah. guys on from Towson soon. Yeah. This has been yeah, fun. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. It's been awesome. And that was an awesome interview with Colin Cunningham. Special thanks to him for sitting down with us. I had a blast. I thought that was a really good one. we got to make it out to a Towson game. I feel like we've had, uh, what, four guys on from the team now? So yep, so far. We owe them a visit. Definitely. And a couple little more interviews would be nice, too. Um, Nick, you actually had a fun little segment that I uh, thought would be a good one to touch on in this episode. Do you want to? Yeah, I did. I wanted to talk to you about what are like the worst bad hockey fan or like non hockey fan cliches and sayings. Like when you're at a hockey game or watching a hockey game with someone who's like not a fan or they're just like a bad stereotypical hockey fan. Like what is the, like the five things that you hear the most often or something like that. Well, for me, the the worst one is when someone says, oh, it's so fun when they fight. Or, exactly. Oh, I just, hope I, a fight. I just like, want to see a fight guy. I'm like, yeah. do you like, okay, do I understand if you don't? Yeah, I get it. If you don't know anything about hockey, you're just looking for the violence. Fine. But why don't you try to actually understand what's going on and you would realize how fast these guys are and how hard they yes. hit and how hard they battle and like, you know, if there's a sick penalty kill where a guy possesses the puck for like two minutes shorthanded on the other end and all the fans start standing up, like that's enjoyable. That's exciting. Like that's right. That, or if a guy just eats a puck like right off his shin and just keeps going. Yeah, exactly. Or a big save. I mean, there's things that can entertain you in hockey that aren't just fights. However, I do enjoy a good fight. So. Oh, me too. 
but you know, it's annoying. Uh, like that guy will always be like, if you're at a bar watching the game with that guy, he'll be the one that's like, Oh, I don't watch anymore. Cause there's like no fighting anymore. Yeah. The league changed. Yeah. The league changed. I was like, like, yeah. Have you heard? It's called Connor McDavid is running train on the league. Pay yeah. attention to that. <laughs> yeah. I think now like, I don't know, man. I think the league is so much better off than it used to be, in my opinion, and it's just way more exciting. I do think there's some things that should revert back to the old ways as far as the physicality and stuff. I I agree. But, you know, you got to sacrifice something, and I guess the physicality was the first thing to go when the speed picked up. For sure. Uh, for me, I always hate the shoot-the-puck guy. So you hate me. Like, well, I I will be the first one to say that, like, I get on the caps when they, like, sh- when they overpass, I let them hear it. Oh, I, dude, I am so bad. I am the worst shoot the puck guy. I say it every fucking time. So I'll go shoot. Like you can ask anyone who's watched a game with me. I I always hate this one. Like when you're at the game and there's like a guy like two rows in front of you, and it's like anytime someone touches it, he's like shoot, shoot the puck, shoot the puck. I'm like shut up, shut up, shut up. It's not really like I just so anytime there's a two on one, I say shoot because I hate when people overthink it. And you know, one my rule is once you go past the face off dot. If the defender's still between you, there's a very slim chance you're going to get the pass through because by then you've cut off your scoring angle and the defender knows you're going to pass it. Exactly. So, and unless you have, you know, unless you have like Nick Backstrom passing abilities, yeah, you're and not going to make that saucer pass. Anyone who comes in full speed on a two-on-one, I believe you have a better chance of shooting it with a full momentum stride if the, as opposed to waiting and trying to drag it out. I just, I, I don't know, that's just me. But I am a huge shoot-the-puck guy, especially on the power play, too. Yeah. The other one I always hate is when you get that one moron who says, how come they don't just put a really fat guy in the goal? What human being could take up that entire goal? What human being, one, would have that body shape, four <laughs> by six, and two, have you not seen how much the goalies move these days? Yeah, Like I, I feel like that could work in the 50s when they couldn't lift the puck, but you know, yeah. now that just... It's so No, it irritating. just doesn't really make sense. It's like, hey, let's put a professional athlete that's three, you know, 400 pounds in that. Like, okay, right. like, does that work in any other sport? Like, no. Exactly. I mean, uh, you know, that like even NFL players, right? If you're on the line, like they're not like fat guys. Like those dudes can run and they're strong. And yes. think of how hard they fight all game long. If you put me or you, we're not, you know. We're no, those like, guys are running like five second 40 yard dashes. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, we're not, you know, we're kind of like on the skinnier side and we would never be able to last as long on the football field as some of those linemen. I no, mean, definitely not. Just based on pure endurance, not even strength. Exactly. So. Um, the other one I always hate is when people say like, oh, like how hard is it? Yeah. Are you talking about your sex life or your, yeah. okay yeah that um <laughs> for sure and when people are like you know oh like it doesn't even look that hard like you know i played street hockey growing up i had a kid like, like that yeah. in middle school yeah. yeah he was the worst he's like oh bro it's not that hard like you yeah. just you just kind of like i'm like have you ever skated before he's try like, and skate backwards like, no, then like, we can talk like no i can't be that bad yeah I'm like, okay you do you exactly fucking lax or smack i hate it yeah, yeah. I, I did play for three years so Oh, that explains the cookie duster. Why it's so good. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyways, thought that would be kind of interesting. Uh, let's hop into this week's picks. But before we do, let's go over last week's picks. Do you want to start? Doesn't <laughs> matter. I hate my life. Move on to you. 0-3. Yeah. First 0-3 week. First 0 for whatever. Shit happens. We've been pretty good. But on to the next one. It happens. Yeah. Uh, so last week, my picks were the Senators' money line versus the Bruins. That was a big upset that I picked, but it missed. They lost 2-1 to one to the Bruins. They kept it close but couldn't pull it off. Uh, my other two, 
I won the Capitals Panthers over on Wednesday night. That hit in the Maple Leafs puck line over the Red Wings. They skunked them 6-0. That hit, so I went 2-1 and one last week. Let's hop into this week's picks. Nick, who is your puck line? My puck line will be this Saturday, and it will be the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the San Jose Sharks. Interesting. Martin Jones has been hot lately, but Tampa is kind of getting really frustrated. They need to start winning. Yeah, I would agree with that. And they kind of did for a little bit, but they've cooled off again. So let's see how that goes. I like that pick, actually. So I think this could be one of those games where... It's either a statement game and they win by two, or they just unleash their pent-up frustration on the Sharks team. Yep. Um, My puck line pick, if you've heard this before, it's because I've done it before, and I'm going to do it again. The Calgary Flames puck line over the LA Kings on Saturday night in Calgary. Uh, I think I picked this twice, actually, and it lost both times to... um, the Kings have actually won both meetings between the two teams so far, and Drew Doughty has been a tank, and Matthew Kachuk was nowhere to be found except for that one goal that he had that was pretty sick. Uh, I'm banking that Kachuk is going to have the boys rile it up. This is going to be a physical game. It's slowly becoming a top-five rivalry in the game right I now. I agree. I think at the beginning of the year when they played each other, what was it, like twice in a week? I think it yep. was the best one in the league. So I think the fact that the Flames haven't been able to beat them yet, I think they come out firing Saturday night. I'm hoping that they kill them. I think it's going to be like a 5-1, 5-2 game. I'm taking the Flames on the puck line at Saturday night. Nice. What do you got for your money line? So my money line is going to be the New York Rangers at the Blue Jackets on Thursday. Oh. So Wierenski's hurt. How you doing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, how you doing? Huh? You kind of look like one of those guys right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. That little mustache. Yeah. What do you think? Could you move? Oh, Bob. I'm not even going to entertain <laughs> that discussion right now. Um, it, you know, if you ever see me in, like, one of those track suits and referring to something as Gabagool, you can just shoot me right in the head. Um. But yeah, so I'm going to take the blue shirts over the jackets. The jackets are sliding. The Rangers have, you know, a little traction right now. Um, and I think that's a good money line pick. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Keep the change. Um, my money line pick is going to be the Islanders at Montreal on Tuesday night. So hopefully you're listening to this the first day it drops. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. As we've said, Montreal's dropped eight in a row. They've looked like dog shit. Carey Price is struggling. They have injuries. I see no reason that the Canadians would win this game. The Islanders have been hot all year long, so I'm going to ride the Isles. I'm going to take them on the money line on Tuesday night. great money line team. Yeah, and they're away, so you'll get better return for them. I think they'll probably be uh, somewhere around minus 140. I agree. Something around that. So, uh, who, uh, again, who's your over? I don't even ask under. Uh, Sunday, Sabres, Oilers. Over? Yeah. Okay, so you got a Sunday pick. Yeah. All right, sounds good. So my over-under is going to be the Avalanche versus the Maple Leafs on Wednesday yep, night. I looked at that one. Matthews McKinnon, I'm eyeing that up. I think that's going to be a really good game just in general for everybody to watch. So I'm going to ride that over on Wednesday night. That will do it for this week's picks. A reminder, uh, so the month of November has come to a close. So as a result, our American Cancer Society uh, fundraiser has now ended we are going to be doing a live Instagram live. I don't know why I said live twice. A live Instagram live. A live Instagram live uh, next episode. Right before we do the episode, we're actually going to do the live segment. We're going to plug it into an Excel spreadsheet. We're going to randomize it. We'll have all the names on there. And the winner will get the free hockey jersey on the Empty Betters crew. 
Uh, thank you to all who participated. Uh, it's for a good cause. And for a great cause. So thank you for participating. Yes, and we appreciate uh, you know your kindness. And to anyone who came to the tailgate and donated, obviously you rock. Uh, so that was a lot of fun, and you know, hopefully someone actually picks a good sweater when we have to go buy it for them. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not a penguin sweater, I'll be happy. So uh, I don't think we have one Penguins fan who donated. Yeah, well, yeah, our fans are smart. That's yeah. right, they're smart. Well, <laughs> okay, whatever. They just hate winning. Yeah. Um, actually, I might pick nobody now. Right. Oh yeah. Nobody wins just because you said that. <laughs> um, but anyways, guys, that'll wrap it up for episode thirteen. Uh, we will come back at you next Tuesday for episode 14. Be on the lookout for the Instagram live right before on that Monday. Uh, we always record on Monday night, so we'll probably go live around 5.30, 6 o'clock on next Monday, December 9th, if I'm not dead. Uh, going to Mexico this week, so nice. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, guys, we'll see you later. And without further ado, class dismissed. Tall and she grew up right with the Indiana boys on an Indiana night.